Hi, welcome to another edition of Only in Illinois, your weekly recap from Reboot Illinois. I'm Madeline Dubeck here with Matt Dietrich. And uh, for the second to last full week of mm -hmm. the session, it was kind of a strange week mm -hmm. with not a whole lot happening, but some well, theater. There was a lot of uh, activity. That's true. Uh, but I wouldn't say there was a whole lot of productivity. Productivity necessarily, yeah. All right. Well, we do have a couple things we haven't heard about in a while to mm -hmm. tell you about. Um, the Illinois Senate passed this week fantasy sports legislation, yeah. uh, which would put them under the auspices of the Illinois Gaming Board. Mm -hmm. But it's not really gambling. Right. Right. And it would it would essentially set up a new category that would deal just with online fantasy sports and. Uh, because right now the sponsors of this bill held a press conference back in the fall and said, you know, right now there's no consumer protections because it, this stuff isn't covered under the gambling law and that could be potentially a big problem. And then on the operating side, you essentially have, uh, according to Attorney General Lisa Madigan, you had gambling operating without any oversight from the Gaming Commission. Right, so the Fantasy Sports Trade Association has been uh, heavily mm -hmm. present in Springfield lobbying for this, and they uh, issued a statement with some small operators out in the suburbs saying this is yeah. going to bring stability to the industry and let them grow and create jobs. Yeah, they also say it's, uh, I mean, we think of uh, FanDuel and DraftKings because that's right. all you ever see when you watch sports on TV but uh, they like to point out that there are a lot of other smaller operators and they employ a lot of people and so, you know this is something where you've got the technology just totally outpaced the ability of government right. to regulate it we're seeing this in with Chicago Airbnb. with Airbnb and Uber where these the right. apps caught on and they're so popular and uh, city government doesn't quite know how to handle it. it's been the same way with uh, not just with Illinois, but it's all over the country. Different states have had different rulings. I think in Nevada, you can't use these whatsoever because mm -hmm. the gaming industry there, the established gaming industry uh, has kept them out, essentially, and Nevada has said that this is gambling that's not allowed. Uh, New York, they're battling it out now. Right. Uh, so it's, it's kind of going state by state trying to define what this is, but you can't, I just think that the, the market, the demand for it is so great, these things grew exponentially that you're not going to just take it away from millions of people. It's kind We're, of trying to put the cat back yeah. in. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of what uh, the sponsor of uh, Representative Zalewski said in his press conferences, that yeah. you know, there's just too many people, there are just too many people doing this for us to come in and say, that's it, it's the end, it's gambling, so. And, and the release actually said, I didn't, um, I thought this was interesting, there are two million or more people in Illinois. I know. Participating in fantasy sports. Yeah. And that Illinois is the third, the state with the third highest number of people playing fantasy sports. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then the other thing that passed the Illinois Senate this week was automatic voter registration, right. mm -hmm. which essentially would um, say that when you go to renew your driver's license, yep. you are registered unless you specifically say, don't register me. Choose to opt right. out. Mm -hmm. um, so, Senate President John Cullerton, Democrat from Chicago, said that this is actually going to save 
county governments and election administrators right. money uh, you know that there'll be less that they'll have to deal with as far as registering people uh, and he encouraged the house to pass it mm -hmm. uh, there's I think this one had 42 Senate votes so it passed with a pretty strong majority yeah pretty strong more, majority more had, Republicans yeah I think there were uh, six so smattering of Republican support but there is still some seems to be mostly Republican concern that this is going to increase voter fraud. This comes up, and this has come up all the time nationally. This has been, you know, it's a Republican thing that they're, yeah. that uh, you make, it, it just seems like anytime there's an effort to make uh, registration to vote easier, you get a lot of Republican opposition because they say, uh, no, this is going to increase uh, voter fraud. And on the Democratic side, they say, well, if you start putting in these ID laws that you're pushing, you're, you're going to get people who can't exercise their right to vote because they can't produce the proper picture ID. I, I, frankly, I don't understand the opposition to this particular bill uh, because, uh, and we also had an announcement this week from Jesse White that it's going to get, they're, they're, they're putting right. a lot more security about when you get your driver's license. Right. So it would seem to me that this would be a good fix for everybody all around because it's going to be very hard to get a fake driver's license uh, if you're automatically you registered when you get your driver's license. There you go. All set. Mm -hmm. uh, so then we have the uh, ongoing impasse between the governor and uh, Speaker Madigan. There was actually the second only this year mm -hmm. meeting of the governor and the four legislative leaders this week. And when House Republican leader Jim Durkin emerged, he actually said he felt more optimistic and thought there had been a little bit of a breakthrough right. because Speaker Madigan agreed to assign some of his members to a non-budget right. issues working and group. Mike Madigan says that these things like uh, redistricting reform and term limits and workers' compensation reform and property tax freezes, all that stuff, those are not part of the budget discussion. We can talk about those later. We need to address the budget right now. And of course, Governor Rauner's view is those things are very much about the budget because they are about improving the economy right. in the long haul. Um, so it, it was it was a bit of a breakthrough this week that you saw uh, Madigan saying, okay, I'll put people, people together to talk about these issues. And the implication is maybe that Rauner is okay with treating them separately from the budget. We haven't heard that yet, but it would seem like maybe they're yeah. leading to something like that. And so House Republican leader Jim Durkin even mentioned specifically that Speaker Madigan had expressed a willingness to talk about pensions. Mm -hmm about prop, a property tax freeze and about workers' compensation reform. Um, but then the speaker turned around and marched onto the House floor, introduced an amendment on a bill to add another $227 million to the MAP grants MAP that grants. college students right. need and to fund it directly out of general revenue funds, in other words with money that doesn't that exist according to the governor budget, right. because there is no budget. Um, and so it looked like another political trick box he was trying to put the governor in. And then the but very- But wasn't as bad as last time when he went straight out, he, they, the, they all got together and then yeah. he went straight to the House floor and gave a speech 
about uh, how this is the epic battle of our lives. And <laughs> so I guess there's improvement there. All he was doing this time was passing a bill that he knew that the governor would veto if it ever got to his desk. So instead, the next he waited till the next day, and then he went out in front of 8,000 yeah. members of AFSCME, the state's largest public employee union, mm -hmm. and gave a speech that was met with resounding cheers. Right. He, he pumped his and fist. And the normally which, reserved speaker was pumping his fist and, and uh, doing like a call and response to the to the crowd that was gathered there. And it was a big crowd and I would say that, you know, I mentioned at the, at the top that there was a lot of action, maybe not a lot of progress. This would be the the big rally that they had on Wednesday in Springfield was really impressive. The Secretary of State yeah. Police estimated that there were 8,000 people there, and uh, that's that's a lot of it's a lot of people to, to fill up that uh, state capitol lawn, and uh, a lot of very raucous speeches. And it was a just it was a big show of force. The governor wasn't even in town at the time, but it was a big show of force. And if if nothing else, it was symbolic to show that boy, huge differences still exist between uh, Rauner and. Um, the unions, and it wasn't just unions, it was unions and it was groups associated with uh, with labor. Right. Um, and all of this revolves around uh, the big contract negotiation that's going on right now between the governor and the largest union of state employees, which is Aspie Council 31. Or and, not going on, as the right, case may be. Right, and that's, and that's in court as well. They're battling that out just to try to get, uh, you know, they want to they get this uh, resolved um, and Governor Rauner wants an impasse right. declared, uh, declared so right. that they can move on and, and and a decision gets made. So that's extremely, extremely contentious there. And I think that demonstration, that if nothing else, it just showed the sheer power of numbers that were involved. And that Madigan certainly has uh, solidified his own union support mm -hmm. and campaign funding. Oh, sure. So it is an epic battle still and uh, not much hope for any resolution anytime mm -hmm. soon. But next week is the last uh, full week. Is the last full week and Memorial Day holiday is the last day, mm -hmm. May 31st. Yep, so that's what they're up against. So we've seen this before where budgets get done in the last, you know, the waning hours of the hours, session. Yeah. Um, but what we haven't seen before is where you're, you've gone an entire year prior with no budget and now you're trying to figure out a possibly a two-year budget with all of these things that you know you, the, the turnaround agenda and Madigan and his non-budget issues and all of that in play. We haven't seen that before, so uh, we'll be watching. That is it. Illinois remains the only state without a budget mm -hmm. only in Illinois. Tune in next week. Thank you. <laughs>